0: And welcome to episode 130 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raspberries, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And Buck, as you so astutely put just before we started recording, we had a a, a story helicoptered in from one of our best sources and one of our best fans, the phenomenal Guido Finelli. Not his real
1: name. <laughs> Either way, Guido, I mean, thank you.
0: We love these stories, man. I, I, I wish... I'm, I'm actually quite happy there's not enough that we couldn't just do a Rent-A-Hitman podcast. I'm quite happy that there's not. But it, they are fun when they come through. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, this, this, the, the 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 stupidity of some people. Buck, I, I wish people got, could really grasp how tongue-in-cheek this website is it is obviously satire but people still write into this website each and every day trying to have somebody
1: off that's just crazy it, it, it like i, I it, it's just, with this, this is where we've come as a society and at least at least there's somebody who can have you know a little a little bit of sport to go along with the stupidity and uh, and do a lot of good at the same time
0: so so guido actually sent me the story uh this is coming from the dailybeast.com. feds nab louisiana woman who tried to rent a hitman on rentahitman.com a louisiana woman found herself on the wrong end of an fbi sting operation after attempting to hire a contract killer via a parody website linked directly to the Bureau's Internet Crime Squad, according to the federal complaint first obtained by the Daily Beast. Uh, the New Orleans resident, Zandra Ellis, was arrested earlier this week in the parking lot of a self-described fanciest Waffle House in America. Let's just stop right there for a second. Buck, I want to go to Louisiana.
1: The, the, the quality of Waffle House in Louisiana, I got to say, I, as of 20 years ago, you know the, the the waffle house in baton rouge was off the freaking rail i just i just want to point that out like i i really don't think that's a uh, a flagrant assertion i really believe that there there might be some clout to that
0: i i love me some waffle house i mean <laughs> i'm not going to i'm not going to lie I, I love me some waffle house and you know if if this is the fanciest in america i i, I got to go I really do. I've got to go see this. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to look at pictures right now online. And it's, oh, oh God, no, it's not that fancy. It's not. It's got, it's got a fence around it. That's, that's about that. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. I thought it was. Maybe, like- maybe,
1: maybe it's a misprint. Maybe it's, a, it's not the fanciest. It's the fanciest. Maybe.
0: But when I was in, I, know, <laughs> I went to a pizza hut in China once and you know, it's a pizza hut. I look, I say, hey, look, there's a pizza hut. Let's go get a pizza. And, you know, when I first got there, I noticed that there was somebody at the door wearing a tuxedo. Okay, bear with me. And there's a bunch of people milling around in fancy clothes. Uh, it was like, they, like there was a prom nearby or something. So I figured they were all like part of this this gathering. Nope, nope, he worked there. Uh, he He was the guy that opened the door. That's all he did. Uh, when you walked inside, there was somebody who greeted you. That's all they did. There was somebody who took you to your table. That is all that they did. <laughs> there was somebody that brought you silverware. Guess what, Buck? That's all is that, that they, all did. they did. That's all that they did. Um We I walked in there in like the dad uniform. You know, I had khaki shorts on. I think I even had a Hawaiian shirt on at some point, maybe a t-shirt. I'm not sure. I, we didn't take pictures. But there was people staring. You know, we were we were so underdressed. And then when they brought us the pizza, which uh, that's where I found my affinity for um, salami on a pizza because they don't have pepperoni. It was salami. And salami on a pizza, if you haven't tried it, do it. It's awesome. But they brought us our pizza and we just started, like, you know, eating pizza, right? Nah, nah, we got some looks, man, because you don't pick up the pizza. You eat it with a fork and knife. Even though it's cut like a pizza, don't I I, I? I didn't get it. But hey, that's it's a cultural thing. It wasn't my culture, so uh, when when in Rome, I suppose uh, I still ate it with my hands. <laughs> um, but I, that's what I've been envisioning with the fanciest Waffle House in America. You know, I want like I want a Mater D. <laughs> I want a Mater, yeah. I want a Mater D that brings me my hash browns. Which I went to a Waffle House the other week, and I was so so upset. They don't have country-style hash browns anymore. The menu has gotten so much smaller, and they don't have country-style, which for those of the uninitiated, country-style hash browns at Waffle House used to be a, a pile of the hash browns mixed with sausage gravy. Awesome. Now, the woman that was working there had been there for a hot minute, so when I told her what I wanted, she knew what I wanted, and she made it. So I was, I was like, this is cool. But, yeah, it's not on the menu anymore. But we are digressing and going down the rabbit hole of Waffle House when we should be talking about Guido Finelli. So continuing on, she is the latest unlucky customer to the alleged to allegedly fall prey to the satirical offerings of RentAHitman.com, a re- website run by California IT specialist that has already ensnared numerous others looking to have someone knocked off. <laughs> Got a problem that really needs solving? The site asks. Uh, With over 17,985 U.S.-based field operatives, we can find a solution that's right for you. (laughs) Global testimonies displayed prominently on the website feature satisfied customers from across the U.S., one from Abigail P., which reads, My consultation was fast and free, and they took care of everything while I was on vacation. Highly recommend. Another one from Stuart M. reads, My old grouchy landlord was a real problem, and he wouldn't leave my family alone. I filled out the service request form, and within days, my issue was completely resolved. Would highly recommend. In a clever play on the Healthcare Insurance Portability Act of 1996, HIPAA, which protects patients' sensitive medical information, Rent-A-Hitman assures customers that they're client's identities will remain private as required under HIPAA, the Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. However,
0: the site, which started as a joke, has reportedly helped foil more than 150 murders since it's, since, it in fact works directly with law enforcement. <laughs> I get requests every single day. Rent a Hitman owner and administrator, Robert Eines told their Daily Beast on Friday. Despite the attention in the news media, podcasts, online videos, people still see this as a place where they can go hire a hitman. It's mind-boggling. I just don't get it. Ellis contracted Rent a Hitman on June 30th, states in the complaint, which filed in the Eastern District of Louisiana and unsealed on Thursday, Apparently still trying to maintain some semblance of anonymity, Ellis allegedly submitted a service request under the name Jasmine D. Brown. After providing her email, phone number, and physical address, Brown said she wanted to hire a woman I'm sorry wanted to have a woman identified in court filings as BH killed. Uh, the complainant says <laughs> she allegedly entered BH's phone number, address, and Instagram handle into the appropriate field and noted, "I would like her dead since she's trying to kill me." After 24 hours, Ines, uh, who goes by Guido Finelli on the website and is identified as R.I. in the complaint, contacted Brown and asked if she still required the requested service and if she wanted to be placed in contact with a field operative for her free consultation. Uh, Exactly one minute later, the answer came back, yes. (laughs) Ines told the Daily Beast that he gives all potential customers a cooling-off period for them to change their minds. He said that Ellis requested... Uh, seemed particularly violent, and that she included photos of her intended target. Ines checked out the names and determined that... I'm sorry, Ines, I think. I'll I'll ask him later. (laughs) Checked out the names and determined they were indeed real people, leading him to believe she was serious. At approximately 9.44 uh, specific daylight time, R.I. emailed Ellis to ask why the name she provided on the request form read Jasmine D. Brown, but the real name associated with the email address Beautiful8Honey at... ZohoMail.com uh, depicted Zandra Ellis. Uh, Ellis replied, I don't want my real name out there just in case this isn't real or if it comes back on me so I wouldn't go to jail for wanting something like this done. I, uh. just, I just didn't want it to fall back on me. <laughs> on July 3rd, Inaz reported Ellis uh, requested to the FBI National Threat Operations Center On July 5th, an undercover FBI agent reached out to Ellis to go over the plan. In a text message, the undercover agent introduced himself as Ace and asked Ellis if she was still interested in going through with the job. Uh, After Ellis said she was, the agent inquired as to uh, when she would like to make that move. Uh, Depends on the price, Ellis responded. (laughs) The two eventually agreed on a G, or $1,000, according to the complaint. The undercover agent informed Ellis that she would be required to provide 10% of the payment, which would be $100. Ellis responded, Okay, cool. Well, I got that $100, uh, but I'll need just a sec, uh, a little time for the rest, unless I do installments, lol. <laughs> uh, the undercover agent asked Ellis where she wanted to meet, and Ellis replied, Waffle House on Canal Street. Cool with you? Uh on the afternoon of July 6th, the undercover agent showed up at Waffle House to meet Ellis, who arrived, pushing a small child in a stroller. They sat at uh. the corner discussing the upcoming hit, and the undercover agent secretly recorded the conversation, according to the complaint. Ellis told the undercover agent that she had been feuding with BH over social media because the two women have children by the same male who was not identified by name. Ellis maintained if someone wanted her and her unborn child dead, they would ha- They had to go. Okay. Uh, Ellis allegedly handed over the agreed upon $100 down payment to the undercover agent who asked how she wanted uh, confirmation the assassination was successful. The complaint said that uh, she replied that uh, she had filled that part out online but said that a code word would be fine. After the balance due, Ellis allegedly told the undercover agent she got paid every two weeks and planned to devote at least $250 from each check to it. Once the $1,000 was paid down, the undercover agent said the job would get done. Uh, in the meantime, the undercover agent asked Ellis had anything to, to protect herself. Ellis glanced at her backpack and told the undercover agent, When you see me with this, I'm always strapped. When when Ellis exited the Waffle House, she was arrested and found in possession of a Ruger 308 pistol containing live rounds. She is now charged with interstate commerce facilities and the commission of a murder for hire. Uh, When a life is in jeopardy, I want the case to get into capable hands, Inez told the Daily Beast. Fortunately, a life was saved in this process. Requests for Hitman have spiked enormously in 2022, and I uh, said, explaining that he alerts authorities when requests appear to be significant threats and ignores the inevitable pranksters. In 2020, a rentahitman.com received 58 actionable requests, according to Inez. In 2021, it received 56. In the first six months of 2022, the site has received 331 actionable requests. Of those, it is said 67% have been people looking to retaliate against somebody else, such as a bully, a landlord, a boss, or a spouse. One Alaska man requested that the victim's lungs be removed from his chest cavity. An East Coast woman wanted a bullet in the head of a district attorney she thought was too soft on crime. One requester in Indiana who said her roommate wouldn't leave asked the uh, interloper be pinned to the wall with knives through her wrists and ankles, her abdomen sliced open, and her heart set aside in a cooler with ice. Jesus Christ. Uh, if convicted, Ellis, uh, who does not have a lawyer listed in court records was uh, and was unable to reach for comment, faces up to 10 years in federal prison.
1: God! Wow! Damn! <laughs> wow! 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 Yeah! Wow! Indeed, sir.
0: Um, you know Guido out there doing God's work, man. <laughs>
1: that's that's about what this equates and, and, to. And the
0: funniest thing is, you know, like the, Guido made sure I got this story. So it's not as though we're like trying to keep it hushed that it's not a real thing. It's if you just like. If you just do a tertiary search for rentahitman.com on Google, you'll come up with countless stories from different news agencies covering how this guy puts people in jail. But people are still so fucking stupid that they fill out that form and they meet with the hitman and think they're going to get somebody killed for $1,000. I can't get a nice couch for (laughs) $1,000.
1: You're not getting that service for a thousand bucks in this country. Mm-mm. No, no. no. Well, I mean, like, eh, not reliably at least. I
0: mean, I could pay a crackhead fifty bucks to do anything, that, but you know. That's I mean,
1: about what that's about what we're talking here. I mean, like, but we're talking about quality services here, man. Rent a hitman. I mean, they've got over seventeen thousand field operatives.
0: That's true. Now, my question is, I mean, who who picked up the bill at Waffle House? Did did he pay for the for the coffee they had you know, at the consultation, or did, did Miss Ellis, or did they go Dutch?
1: <laughs> you know that's an interesting question because I would think that a federal agent, undercover or not, would at least have access to like a company credit card or maybe some petty cash. I mean, you know who knows, man? Who knows? But. But but I'm saying is if she if she's she can't even come up with a thousand dollars, she said
0: here's a hundred down payment. I'll give you two hundred and fifty every two weeks until I pay it off. Then you can kill her. (laughs) But you know, (laughs) well,
1: those who fail to plan plan to fail, man.
0: Oh man,
1: (laughs) I absolutely. I mean, she came out with like a whole strategy. Either way, you know, good job, Guido. You know, like like Raz said, doing God's work. And, you know, unlike some of the, you know, elderly shrives out there who do God's work, you like to have some fun. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, especially if you're doing God's work and having fun at someone else's expense. I mean, this is a win-win-win in so many categories of personal satisfaction I mean, somebody should send you an edible arrangement, Guido. (laughs) Because nothing (laughs) says thank you like pineapple on a stick.
0: Dude, uh, you know what the the funny thing is, though? It's really not funny, but it's a reality. You know, we are um, on my my real account under my real name. Uh, I'm friends with Guido's Guido persona on Facebook. And uh, he, he was having this... He, you could tell he was frustrated last week, because he had a case where uh, somebody was uh, trying to, ma- and they make a credible threat, and he could not get the police, district attorney, or anybody in that jurisdiction to take it seriously. They wouldn't call him back. They wouldn't. They wouldn't entertain anything. He ended up having to get somebody at the FBI involved, or the Department of Justice. I'm not sure which. Uh, I don't. Know, I'd have to look it up. But uh, he had to get them involved to get this podunk idiots to open their eyes but is, like i said earlier if you just do a brief search for rent a hitman you're gonna see how many people this guy has helped put in prison i mean do you just because oh no one's gonna hire a hitman this day no he's not in this little small town never
1: happened here no that's exactly where it happens mm-hmm. that's
0: exactly where it happens folks
1: yeah like you know have you, we've covered a couple of these man Oh, more like, than a couple. <laughs> do you? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like we've we've got we've got a little bit of skin in the game here. We've got enough enough coverage here for for a, for a very you know macro statistical analysis here. Have you? Can can you recall any stories happening in like New York City or Chicago, Illinois, or Los Angeles, California? I mean, like I'm sure that they do. I mean, it'd be it'd be unreasonable to say that they don't but i'm talking about the really juicy one you know the ones that
0: (laughs) i want to hear about the one where she wanted a heart and a cooler
1: (laughs) that's that's what i'm saying like that that did not come from some like major metropolis you know it's not some huge metropolitan area where the lady with the cooler and the heart are all coming into the play here like, this is somebody from, like, outside of Lake Winnipesaukee, New Hampshire. <laughs> like, <the, laughs> like Winnipesaukee? <laughs> yeah, Lake Winnipesaukee.
0: Is that a real place? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, well, Guido, when you listen to this, I would love to hear about that one where they wanted her pinned to the wall and her, and her entrails removed and put on ice. I would love to hear about that one.
1: And I'd like to be able to pinpoint on the map about how far it is away from Lake Winnipesaukee. Of course you would.
0: (laughs) All right, we're moving on to WSBTV.com. Georgia man jumps into alligator-infested pond
1: to escape arrest. Well, running from <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of the frying pan and into the fire <laughs> well,
0: when running from police there probably isn't very much to check for dangerous wildlife but it would probably be a helpful thing to do <laughs> police in Chattanooga County Georgia were hot on the tail of 29 year old Billy Sloan which let me tell you if there was going to be a criminal that jumped in the alligator fested waters I would expect him to be named Billy Sloan just saying after he went on a crime spree, so to get away, Sloan jumped into a pond. He didn't realize until after he had jumped into the pond, it had alligators in it. <laughs> Instead of getting out of the water, however, Sloan began an hour-long, hour-long standoff with police from the middle of the pond before ultimately being arrested. <laughs> police say early in the morning they found Sloan at a gas station and his stolen car. As an officer approached, he sped off. A few moments later, another officer saw the car and began following Sloan. They say Sloan ditched the stolen vehicle and began running towards homes in Al Henderson Golf Course Community. Sloan then entered five of the homes while the residents were inside. Jeez, that's a little off-putting. Later, the residents spotted Sloan as he was running down uh, towards the pond at the golf course. Officers quickly realized there were two alligators in the pond with Sloan, one of which swam straight at him and began circling him. <laughs> Sounds like a uh, problem solved right there. <laughs> Just saying. Officers were able to scare away the alligators by having their helicopter hover over the pond. After the alligators swam away, officers tossed Sloan a life jacket, but he refused to grab it. After spending an hour in the water, officers and the department's amphibious vehicle got into the water to bring Sloan to shore. Sloan was taken to the hospital to be examined before being cleared and taken to the uh, Chatham, Chatham, yeah, let's go with that Chatham County Detention Center. He's being charged with one count of theft by receiving stolen property, one count of burglary, four counts of criminal trespass, one count of drug possession, and one count of obstruction by fleeing. No other in- Nobody. No one else was injured during the incident. <laughs>
1: I'd be very I would I would be very interested to talk to an officer who works at that facility. For I would ask him, I'd personally request him to do a cell search and see if there's plans or you know, some kind of chart for self improvement. And step one is check for wildlife. Like I'm sure that this man, regardless of what path he takes through life, he will always Always be very, very aware of what Mother Nature has in in like the field of play,
0: bro. I can just I'm just picturing this dude out in the middle of a pond in the golf course. are like, "Come in!" He's like, "No!" <laughs> like if he just stays out in the water long enough, they'll go away.
1: <laughs> and like a golf course pond is probably like one step above cesspool.
0: Especially when it's full like, of alligator ser- poop and goose
1: poop. Well, n- no, 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 man. Like, people. Okay? Like, people. Like, people. Like, I have actually seen people at a golf course stop, whip it out, and piss in the pond.
0: I've never pissed in the pond, People, I have, I have pissed in the trees.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, everybody, you know, that's that's okay. Everybody, you know, there's... There's lots of vegetation for your fertilization. But the problem is, is that, you know, that pond is not a toilet. And and there are people who go to a drunk, drunk rant. Not a drunk rant, but like they get rowdy as shit on a golf course, man. They get all drunk and start driving around on golf courses and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Some drunk frat boy or like old senior citizen, you're not going to walk all the way over to the tree line. He's going to take it out and piss in the pond. That's, happens.
0: That's what you're worried about is just a little, one one or two dudes pissing in a pond. Never mind. Not
1: one or two, man. Not one or two. Not one or two. Go there on a really hot day, man. It smells like a urinal. That guy. I think I'm I've, not I th- worried I think about I, it. I
0: think I've spent more time on a golf course than you.
1: You know what? I You know, I, you, you may have. <laughs> but... I have participated in a lot more golf-related hijinks than than I care to admit. I, I can't,
0: I can't really go into the ones here
1: without permission.
0: <laughs> Statute of limitations may not have expired on some of them.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, anybody involved in any story that I might tell is a hundred percent able to run faster, angry than I can scared. I don't
0: know, dude. I've seen, so, I've again, seen, I've seen you put that chair in high gear.
1: miles per hour is the maximum. I am far from you saying frickin' Bolt. Okay? (laughs) That's that's all there is to it, man. But you'll
0: make up for it in the long game, though, because...
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know what, though? You know, that that is very true. You know, if I were to pursue somebody and I were to able to keep them in my line of sight, they'd have to be at 6.5 miles an hour for approximately 17 miles. Like that, that, that is that is almost a marathon to get away. <laughs> but either way, we digress, man. Guys swimming around in the middle middle of an alligator-infested urinal at a golf course, and
0: sorry, my wow. my computer is dinged because I just got a message from Guido Finelli. <laughs> Oh, I, I told him we were going to record on the episode today, and uh, he, he thinks that's great. So, <laughs> Guido, thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's just that's just great. You know that 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 really makes the last two years just completely worth it. You know, at least we've got one. <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> at least we've got one. Oh. But either way man, either way, so back to back I, to our I, alligator I just, journal I just, guy. I
0: just I, I I picture Joe Dirt. You know, Joe Dirt floating out the middle I, of his pond just like, no, nah, I'm not coming in. <laughs> I'm gonna float here forever
1: And then he he keeps it up for an hour. It's like it's not as hard that, as you that would is, think. Uh, uh no dude. Alligator infested pond for an hour. I'm not talking about treading water for an hour just talking about alligators. I know the helicopter scaring them away and everything like that, but still, you are in a pond. You are in a pond. This is not a river. You're not going to be like Huck Finn and ride the current down to the, down to freedom. Okay? That that doesn't happen in a pond. It's a glorified bathtub in the middle of like land. There's no there there's only one way in, there's only one way out. Alright, so after you're in there, you you no longer need to maintain. You need to now come up with a way to escape and evade. The, this, this hour-long holding pattern that you have succeeded in doing and causing a myriad of freaking like, logistical nightmares just to get your dumb white trash ass out of a fucking pond in the middle of a golf course okay B- amounts to nothing okay you you've committed no crime that is newsworthy nothing you have done is that impressive in the in the grand scope of heists or criminals okay where where you've succeeded is outright and abject stupidity and waste of just everyone's freaking time
0: Except mine. Sir, I enjoy talking about it.
1: <laughs> that's why we have the Social Liability Podcast. Okay? This is the one place where you shine, sir. Okay? So, may not be a supernova, but you can stand here in your little glimmer of spotlight, knowing that we don't salute you. We look down and laugh. I wish that the pond had a lever to flush it. Like, seriously. Actually Hour it, long.
0: It, it might, it might, it might it, since it's on a, a golf course, they might have had a way to drain it. just point.
1: that's, that's what I'm saying, man. like this guy is just oh my gosh, the, the, the only thing that, that I am very, very happy about is that this, this man will just erase himself in the time.
0: Very true. After spending quite a few times in jail, I imagine. Okay, Buck, we're back for the second half, and we're going to go straight to Audacity. That's not right. Odyssey? A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. It's a uh, KNX news station, which is um, 97.1 FM. Okay. (laughs)
1: 97.1 FM.
0: What is with these freaking radio stations having news websites i just i don't understand it but hey they give us content so let's go with it man accidentally paid 300 times his salary quits job and disappears <laughs> yeah i'd be out too
1: ah <laughs> uh, yeah oh yeah you
0: never see my ass I would. again
1: <laughs> i yeah i my first stop would not be payroll it would also be the airport <laughs> that's i i i yeah uh, i'm already curious
0: well a cold meat manufacturer in chile is desperately looking for a former employee who went missing after submitting his resignation uh i, I cannot pronounce the name of this uh, company but let's just say the company is on the hunt for a man because of the month before he resigned they accidentally paid him three times what his salary was worth the employee's last paycheck, according to Fox News, was supposed to be 500,000 Chilean pesos, which is equivalent to about 450 U.S. dollars. Pesos have always been like that. Instead, of instead, the company actually cut him a check for 165,398,851 Chilean pesos, or $180,418.
1: The worker initially... <laughs> ooh, ooh. That's a very bad bank error, man. Woo! And and an
0: oddly specific number, too. Uh, The worker initially notified his manager of the mistake and was directed to go to the bank and deposit the excess funds. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) Though the man said he would, he did not, and ceased all communication with his employer. He then submitted a letter of resignation and hasn't been heard from since. (laughs) The company has fired. Has filed a a complaint against the worker, allegedly alleging that he misappropriated funds. But thus far, no arrests have been made. He didn't do any malfeasance. Nothing. They just nothing gave wrong. it to him and then said, "Hey, yeah. hey, hey! We know we fucked. Uh, yeah, thanks for letting us know we fucked up. You fix it for us. Now,
1: fuck you. It's my money now, bitch." <laughs> yeah. If it were if it were theft, we would have heard about the police being involved somewhere.
0: Yeah, this, oh, they this knew. is a this is a they, civil they matter knew. all day long. Oh, goddamn! Oh,
1: yeah, off. it's. A, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even call it a civil matter, like, like well, of course it would be a civil matter, but I, I, you fucked up and you paid the man. You know, you you could win it back if you got him to court.
0: If you get him, well, I mean, this is also Chile, so I'm not sure what the what the laws are there.
1: Doesn't matter what the laws are there because he ain't there anymore. <laughs>
0: like like he, that's, he, gone. That, <laughs> the,
1: he got paid the equivalent of 180 grand U.S. dollars in Chile. Did you hear the 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 currency exchange rate? Like they accidentally paid him a million or 165 million human pesos? Is that or Chilean pesos? Is that is that what that was?
0: 65 million, three hundred ninety-eight thousand, eight hundred fifty-one Chilean pesos.
1: If your if your exchange rate looks like that, and you just made the equivalent of one hundred and eighty thousand U.S. dollars, would you stick around in that fucking country? <laughs> I wouldn't be there. I nope, nope. That check would have been there long enough for the deposit to stick. After <laughs> it did, withdrawal. After it did, bam! Give me a cashier's check. Cayman Islands, here I come that's 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 how that works out i feel i feel kind of bad for the company like i really do actually like you know it, it, i don't know if the company's like some you know i don't know anything about them. all i you know, know is
0: some accountant I, lost their job
1: <laughs> that's that is a very very true assertion i think like the entire accounting department lost their job because
0: usually that gets checked off by several people i know, i know in, in, where i work at with only 230 some odd employees we ha- we have the payroll clerk we have the chief accountant we have the cFO and we have the the uh, let's just say the manager who goes over everything they all look over it and they all sign off on it so <laughs> uh, i mean this might be just some like you know stupid way of doing things where it's one person but i doubt it
1: No, somebody really, really fucked up the algorithm, or they got sold a new payroll software, and this is like just one of the glitches. And I, I bet you their software company's like, oh, well, you know, there are a couple of kinks to work out. It's like, no, 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 this ain't a kink, man. Or
0: somebody just got, or somebody just got a ninety thousand U.S. dollars put in their account because they split it.
1: His wife probably works in the payroll department. <laughs> That'd be funny. Hey, you know what? I mean, the greatest heists—that's—that's <laughs> that's about what this works out to.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I know his salary is like five hundred and forty-five dollars, but is that a monthly, weekly, bi-weekly? I kind of want to know. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm almost betting it's monthly if I had to
1: guess. You know, I don't have any experience that far south of the border. Well, I mean, like it, because that's 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 like south of the world. Most
0: <laughs> most of your South American and Central American countries, they they usually are, are a lot like um, like Japan, where it's like we have cents and dollars, and you know, it, when they say uh, you know uh, uh, yen, Japanese yen, I was trying to remember, you know, it's like an outrageously long number. But then again, the prices on everything is outrageously high because you're usually going by. Whereas we would say like fifty dollars, they would say, you know, fifty thousand pennies. Is it like that with Central and South American currency as well?
1: Mm, well, I I'll tell you when I when I lived in Mexico, the exchange rate was approximately like between ten and twelve pesos per one dollar. Oh, so wow. yeah, I, I mean it was it was pretty okay. I have a little little
0: bag sitting here somewhere in the house. It has like 10,000 pesos in it.
1: (laughs) Now, I'll tell you, if you go into the Caribbean, there's a a little island there called Cuba. And uh, I remember in downtown Havana, I bought an ice cream cone. And I paid the man selling it from his cart with one American dollar. And he gave me back, like, a fistful. And I mean, like, I'm not talking, like, you know, a wad of money. I'm talking, like, a fistful of Cuban pesos change. So, I, you know, I guess it just depends on the economy.
0: You didn't tell the guys to you keep know? the change?
1: I really was just so flabbergasted by the fact that, like, Monopoly money was good somewhere. <laughs> I was just, that, that like that's that's what I was like. Oh my gosh, it's got so much color. Like it's so it's so like shiny. Uh, all yeah. sort of, there's a, I, mentioned, all, all, I all all those I, countries down there. There's all, all all lot of things going on in their money.
0: Dude, when I, I mentioned it earlier, I spent some time in China, and there was one point I had to take. I forget if it, I think it was five thousand dollars. And I had to go to a bank and exchange it for uh, yuan, which is the Jap- uh, Chinese currency. And the bank experience was something else, let me tell you. Um, but but the long story of it short is when I walked out of there, the mm-hmm. my guide said, you know, the, our hotel was right across the street. He says, go straight back to your room, put it in the safe. And I'm like, okay. But then they, he they hand me the money, and no joke, dude, it, it was pr- probably as th- tall as a Starbucks cup. I mean, it was like a stack of this red money. You know, we just we just called it the red money, and you know, I had this giant stack of red money in, in a big Manila envelope, and I'm like, and everyone knows that like, the white guy walking out of the bank with the Manila envelope has got nothing but a bag of cash, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I, 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 I that was like the one time I really did feel uncomfortable. The entire time I was there, we scooted, I scooted straight back across to that hotel and went straight to my room. <laughs> and, and I, good man. And I, I used like a, a weird card. It was, it was, not it was like a GameStop card or something to lock my safe. Just, oh, so I could put everything in the safe. I wasn't having it. But, you know, at the same Mom, time, no, you... you went somewhere with that Ewan, and it was, it was like, you, you Want a cheeseburger, you gotta peel off a couple hundred, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> listen, man, just good good uh good move, man. Like the the primary tenant of traveling outside of our country, and a lot of times even within our country, you know, is listen to the locals. Like that man told you. Take that, go right back to your hotel and lock it away. Like, there's no stopping to use the the pisser in the lobby of the hotel because you got to go really bad. No, no, no. Go straight to your room. Put it in the safe. Listen to the locals. But so, no, man, Guy guy obviously is no longer in Chile. I would say that he probably went to Argentina.
0: Because people are very...
1: Well, the the thing is is that people are very snooty in both of those countries. Really? Yes. Argentinians are like the Italians of South America,
0: but they speak German. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, I just we could we could really go down the rabbit hole here. I've got got a lot of personal problems with the mannerisms of stereotypical Argentinian folk. Hmm.
0: It was, it was funny I just because do. my, my wife, when she was in uh, college, she was taking a Spanish class, which you helped her with. And it was funny because you spoke, you didn't speak Spanish. You spoke Mexican. Let's just call it a reality here.
1: No, that's, that's what it equates to, man. Yeah. You spoke Mexican. That, um, I still speak Mexican.
0: Right. Well, she was getting tutored by you but she had a Spanish teacher that was from Argentina, <laughs> so, yeah. so there was a little bit of a disconnect.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a disconnect.
0: But you were teaching her to swear, so that was the that was the most important part.
1: And she still remembers.
0: Oh, she does. Oh, yes, she does. And she likes to uh, every time that she can whip that a couple of these phrases out, she does. But you know, it's. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. I still do it, too.
0: All right, Buck, let's go to pulptastic.com. And this, speaking of my wife, she's actually the one that found this story. Transabled people are cutting off their limbs to become disabled by choice. Care to comment before we start reading this one?
1: <laughs> I mean... No, not 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 on somebody who's fully abled wanting to amputate their legs.
0: Oh, that's what we're talking about me, here.
1: Yeah, me personally, I would like to amputate my legs because they don't fucking work. <laughs> and they are they are literally dead weight. Like they are literally dead weight. And I say this like almost not joking. Almost not joking, like, uh, there'd be some real decisioning happening here. If, it, like, But sometimes I wish I could amputate my legs, because they really do just get in the way. But for an able-bodied person, that's pretty fucking vile and disgusting. You know, I used to use my legs, and I really don't miss it anymore, but there was a time where I did. You know, don't take that shit for granted, you dumbasses.
0: Well, people with disabilities are often limited by their disability. It can affect their day-to-day life, the activities they are about to do, and how the, your others treat them. People in,
1: wheelchairs-
0: nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> people in wheelchairs cannot go where people who can walk do. Blind people cannot see what, they, what others see, and deaf people cannot hear what we hear. However, this is a, there is a subset of people in the world who became disabled by choice. Trans-abled people, or transabled, for short, have an overwhelming desire to become disabled themselves. An increased number of people are injuring themselves in an attempt to become disabled, as they claim they feel like imposters in their own body. They are driven by a need to feel what it is like to be paralyzed, blind, or missing a limb. To them, their able-bodied life is extremely dissatisfying, and they would rather be disabled. One transabled man known as Jason spent months researching ways to remove his arm and learned first aid to prevent himself from bleeding to death. He even practiced amputation on animal parts he bought from a butcher. Jason went on a del- went to a del- oh my god, went on to deliberately drop a concrete block on his legs in an attempt to injure himself so badly an amputation would be needed doctors saved the leg, leaving Jason with a limp, but it's not the disability he wanted. <laughs> Alexandra uh, Barrow, a Quebec academic who lectures on transability, says that the condition, the person would want to become deaf, blind, amputee, or paraplegic. It's a really, really strong desire. The condition can be life threatening as many who identify as trans-abled arrange accidents in their efforts to achieve their desired body type and often kill themselves. Many trans-abled people identify strongly with transgender people as they feel they're not in the right body and believe trans-ability should be treated similarly to transgenderism. Clive Baldwin, a uh, canadian academics suggest that amputation may help trans able people in the same way cosmetic surgery helps transgender people achieve their ideal bodies but sadly the trans community has been met with open hostility from parts of the disabled community who feel that transableism steals valuable resources from disabled people and even romanticizes disability this leads to secrecy among many trans people uh, with one 78 year old man who wishes to remain anonymous revealing that he lived with his secret for over 60 years and never told his wife in a wide range of reasons as to why trans people <clears throat> do what they do some people feel as though they were born in the wrong body and they are able the able-bodied life should never have happened for some it's a sexual fetish and for others it may uh, be because they feel more comfortable in a wheelchair even though there is nothing wrong with their legs People who have not experienced being disabled often have a hard time understanding why trans-abled people do what they do. It is very easy to condemn it as intention-seeking or attempting to escape from reality. But that does not help people understanding that this, is a phenomenal, uh, yeah, phenomenal, that this phenomenon exists. It is important to understand that trans-abled people are just as real as other people with disabilities and may need help from professionals. No shit. Uh, doctors who f- first hear a patient confess to being trans are often confused or uncertain how to deal with it. They may dismiss the complaints as part of a psychosis. No shit. <laughs> and this is not always the case. Yes, it is. Uh, trans-abled people may... Uh, have been known to cause themselves harm in order to become disabled. It is not unheard of for them to intentionally damage their eyes or to break their legs to try to become paralyzed. These people often push, uh, are often pushed further into their disability by doctors who tell them there is nothing wrong with them. They can only make the problem worse, and has led to many transable people becoming suicidal over time. The best course of action to help these people, uh, I'm sorry, the best course of action is to help these people without judging them. No, I'm going to judge you.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's, ooh, I'll tell you what. That actually makes my blood boil a little bit. Okay. Yeah.
0: And actually doing, romantic. A bit, doing a little bit more from other articles when you search it. Apparently there's doctors in South America. People are flying to South America to have their arms and legs amputated so they can be come back disabled.
1: You can go down there and do about anything you want if you got enough money in your fucking pocket. That doesn't surprise me a bit. But here here's you know, you wanna romanticize disability? Okay, alright, okay. Let's 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 see how we paint you a little fucking picture here, okay? The last time I shaved, me personally, was about two years ago. Okay? In order to get my face shaved or even fucking washed, I got to have somebody else help me to do that. Can't even do it by myself. My bladder is in a bag and I always smell like piss. Okay? That's, that's just fucking awesome. I get into a shower about once every five days because it's just such a logistical nightmare to get me to transfer the two feet from my chair to the shower. Okay? Okay? And then you want to sign up for this shit? You want to sign up for this shit? You want to be disabled? A, you know, it took a long time for me to be comfortable in the skin that I'm stuck in. Because that's the way I look at it. I'm stuck in it. Okay? I'm stuck in it. But I'm going to make the fucking most of it. Because i got to play the hand I'm dealt. I'm not going to go out there like some freaking asshole. And be like, eh, you know what? You know, I think... I I don't think that my body should be normal. You know, just cut my fucking arm off. Let me tell you what, people. The parking ain't that great. It's just not. You know? You know, it, you do get in the front if there's a spot available. But thanks to able-bodied people who literally have nothing wrong with them, except for a complete lack of conscience... You know they use that as their disability and just park in the fucking wherever they want. You know there's a lot of that going on. You don't see those people advocating for themselves and sit there and want to cut my own leg off or blind myself. I'm a bunch of freaking idiots, man. Oh my gosh, that that really that 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 just hits me right in the sub cockles, man. You know. It's, it's not that great. You have to really, like, force yourself to keep a good attitude about it, folks. Don't be signing up for this shit. If it happens to you, you got to play the hand you're dealt. But don't, don't, go, don't go look for snakes, man. You're going to get fucking bit. And that's what these idiots are finding out. They're going out and hurting themselves trying to get disabled, and they become suicidal? Is that what the article said? They become suicidal? Yeah. No, no, Because people aren't
0: taking them seriously, Buck. They're not taking them seriously. I'm sorry.
1: The, the, I, this I, is I, a I,
0: mental illness and should be treated as such. The whole concept of, oh, we should just you know, we should let them cut off their arms and legs because it's, it's it's a treatment. No, how about we fucking teach these people? You know, if someone's suicidal, do we say, okay, well, we should let them kill themselves. No, we hospitalize them.
1: We get yeah, them treatment.
0: Man. We do outpatient therapy. But, this, this is, well, we should just let them cut their leg off.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, if uh, you let the kid just touch the stove, he'll figure out it's hot. Yeah, that's a stove, dude. A lot easier to fix a burn than it is a leg coming off. Now, they become suicidal? No, they have always, like, they've been on the precipice of suicide for quite some time. Just, like, wanting to inflict an injury on yourself that badly to where you're almost dead. You don't quite want to kill yourself, you just want to hurt yourself really fucking bad. And now you're surprised that they've jumped the gun from. This to actually suicidal. You didn't. You didn't. You. You. We. We. we couldn't see this one coming.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, for, for okay. years we've known that people that are cutters are more prone to suicide. <laughs> but I guess we, you know, if, if we put a put a fancy word on it and, and call it um, transabled, that means it's it's not a bad thing, I guess. <laughs>
1: It is a horrible thing, man. Because again, like the article said, it takes away resources from people who need them. Like if your body works fine, don't go fucking up your don't put don't put holes in your boat.
0: You know, I'm not don't put
1: holes in your own fucking boat.
0: You know, I'm not going to go into any details of it. So Buck, let's just let's just keep this. You know, bear follow my lead on this. Um, I've been trying to get with a doctor now for, I'll christ buck months trying to get um something extremely simple that i've had previously but the reason i'm having such a hard time with it is because it is it's part of a disability that is non um I, i don't need a placard okay let's put it that way i don't need a placard (laughs) <laughs> and, but so many people have abused and tried to uh, get game dis- the, system. Game the system to their benefit that I have had to call upwards of 30 different, well, maybe 20 some practices trying to get a doctor who's willing to sit down and have a conversation with me, not even just do what I want, because that's not part of this. And when I, when I have the conversation with usually the office managers, or in some cases the provider, I have to say, you know, it, this is what I would like to see happen if you agree and, and, and with with previous doctors' diagnoses. And, you know, it, I, I'm having such a hard time because of ass clowns like this. <sighs>
1: yeah. No, man. Like, I normally don't get excited about very much when it comes to being disabled or having a disability or... Even others abusing their their own disabilities to get a little further along. Like, uh, that, that shit really doesn't rub me the wrong way. But this? Man. I didn't think I could get an itch under my fingernail like that. Like, oh. It's like, it, it's scra- it, it itches in a place where I can't scratch it. Like, it, it just, that just bugs me. You know? Talk about taking shit for granted. Yes, indeed. But either way, man, you know, I still just have a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that they're puzzled about how these people who are willing to take big motherfucking slabs of concrete to drop on their legs, they're willing to cause themselves this much injury, and then they're wondering how they jump the gun, and they're like... I don't understand how, how how this person could become suicidal. Like, why would? They, how Buck, could they but, but even but Buck, conceive hurting Buck, themselves? But Buck, if we let them cut their legs
0: off, they won't be suicidal anymore.
1: I beg to differ.
0: Because because <laughs> next it's going to be a wall. Or I got the legs removed. I might as well go with my left arm. Hey, this is working out great. Let's go ahead and um, take my eardrums out. You know, I mean, it's just gonna it's just gonna progress. It's like people that are addicted to plastic surgery. Have you seen some of these monstrosities?
1: <laughs> Donatella Versace. Really? I haven't looked. Look up the name. I Donatella will. Versace. I will. I will. Absolutely No, will. she looks like she, she's super famous. You know, you hear Versace, yeah, the know. name? I know what Versace like, is, yeah. 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 Donatella Versace is probably one of the most, like, oh, stereotypical kids. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, God. (laughs) That's a real person, (laughs) Raz. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Addicted um... to plastic surgery? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so.
1: Don't be a Donatella, folks. Stop dropping heavy shit on your arms and trying to cut your own limbs off.
0: All right, Buck, that's going to bring us to the end of another episode of the Social Liability Podcast. Uh, make sure you check out our Wednesday episode. It's still being labeled a Social Liability Podcast. We haven't come up with a new name yet. If you have a new name for our Wednesday episode, we'd love to hear it. Uh, it focuses around stories from the subcockles of the Internet, also known as Reddit. Uh, this week, we're going to have a lot of stories asking if they are the asshole. That being said, folks, I am the Raz. He is the Buck, wishing you all a happy and safe week, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast.